Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. Welcome to The Game of Life. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami. And you don't want to miss a thing. Uh, as it relates to breaking news, there's a new national partner uh, with Big Brothers Big Sisters of America, and we're so proud to have Year Up in the building on the Game of Life. We have with us today Leopoldo Coronada Sada, Executive Director of Year Up South Florida. For, formerly, he will be known as Polo for the rest of the show. And Manuela Callas, uh, Year Up, a young adult, a student in Year Up, and Miss Victoria Fear, External Relations Manager. Welcome to the Game of Life, everybody. Thank you for Thank having, you. Thank us. You having us. And welcome to an uh, official national partnership, Year Up, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. What a powerful combination. It's only appropriate that we talk. Polo, I want to go to you. Uh, tell us about Year Up and how it got started, because I think a little birdie told me that it may have something to do with Big Brothers, Big Sisters as well. Yeah, in fact, that's, uh, we, uh, we this, the way this all started, you have to go back to 1988. 1988. So our founder, Gerald Chertavian, was 23 years old, and he wanted to have a little brother. So he contacted in New York where he was there, the chapter of the, of, of uh, Big Brother, Big Sisters. I think it was the one, I have it here, the one in East 2nd Street. Yes, yes. And in New York, and then uh, he was matched with David Heredia, David Heredia. Uh, and uh, David was 10 years old back then, 1988, and uh, he started visiting every Saturday and getting close to the program. He was very impressed with the way that uh, your organization matches the big brothers with the little ones. And uh, he, I think a lot of that matching and all of that process really served as inspiration for many of the components of our own program. So the thing is that he continued to grow and uh, establishing a very close relationship with his little. He became part of the family, not Gerald, but Geraldo after that. <laughs> and uh, the thing is that when he moved away, he kept the relationship going for many, many years with uh, David. And he found out that uh, some people with talent uh, is what uh, you would say is wasted. You have a lot of individuals with great talent that they finish high school, but because they are missing something, Yes they don't get access to many, many opportunities. So he, uh, he's a, he was a very successful businessman, started his own company, sold it, and at about 2000, he decided to, instead of going back to the business world, he was going to start Europe, trying to close what we call the opportunity divide, which is you having one side all this amount of talented young individuals looking for an opportunity, and then in the other side, you have companies looking for, for talent. And then they don't look into this amazing pool and our job is to go to that pool finish the preparation whatever they need and mm -hmm. then talk to the companies make that match same as you do i love it not big brothers and big and big sisters and littles but here is big companies corporations and, and young <laughs> adults and and just make the connection happen the bridge but it all started with uh, with a big brother gerald chartevian 1988 and so we must shout out to gerald and not only for his service as a big brother, but seeing the potential, but to your point, bridging that opportunity gap, seeing the potential that all these kids have and knowing that post high school, there's so many more things they can 
and will do for our community. Uh, speaking of Year Up and what you all do, Victoria, is, as external relations manager for Year Up, what specific services does Year Up provide and to what age group? Sure. So, Gail, our program focuses on young adults ages 18 to 24. Good age group. <laughs> they are the best. Yes. <laughs> and you know why? Because they aren't kids, and we don't treat them like kids. They are young adults, and they are aiming to be professionals and to really launch their careers, and that's what Year Up is here to help them do. So we have a one-year workforce development program. It's divided into really three phrase, phases. The first phase is what we call learning and development, where our students here in South Florida enroll in Miami-Dade College, which is the largest highest edu higher education organization in the country. Wow. With over 165,000 students across the whole college. That's big. That That's is big. Huge. Now, we are just a little small piece of that, but <laughs> we are an impactful piece. Yes. So our students enroll at Miami-Dade College. They take college-level coursework with professors, focusing on technical skills skills in IT or business. And where Year Up comes in is we offer the professional or what people call soft skills training. So we help them become their most professional selves by practicing just how to dress professionally, how to shake hands, how to interact with people that are different than you, how to navigate challenging workplace situations, how to work in a team, how to speak publicly, all of those things. And what we're preparing them for is that second phase, which is an internship. Okay. And you'll hear more about the internship experience from mm -hmm. Manuel, but our students are matched with a professional internship. Here in South Florida, some of our partners are American Express, Bank of America, Norwegian Cruise Lines, Amazon, AT&T, the list goes on. Some great brands there. Amazing, amazing partners to us. And that third and final phase is our <coughs> alumni phase. We support our alumni after they graduate from the one-year program throughout their careers to help them continue to reach those next levels in both their professional, educational, and personal journeys of success. So that direct service is, is our main focus. Europe, since its founding in 2000, we now have 18 markets across the country. And some of those markets have multiple locations. So we have 30 campuses right okay. now. Uh, the Year Up South Florida location was launched in 2012. So we're now in our seventh year of service to the Miami community. So direct service is the main focus of what we do. But we're also focused on systems change. We recognize that this opportunity divide that Polo mentioned, we're not going to do it ourselves. Right. We need to work with amazing partners like Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Well and played, others. Victoria. Well played. <laughs> well, welcome to the right? game of life where everybody makes a team, but how you play is up to you. And keep talking, Victoria. Yes. You're on it. So partnerships are really important. Yes. We know we can't do it alone. We serve about between like 4,500 to 5,000 students annually. Great. And there are 5 million young adults that are in this opportunity gap. So our systems change work is really focused on changing the hiring practices of major companies in the US, the perception of who is talented in this country, and the policies that enforce that gap. So those are really our two main buckets of work at Europe, direct and, service and systems change. And I tell you what, what a great area to be involved in uh, and as we think about what you all are doing through direct services and systemic change, Manuel, you are a participant, you are a student yes. uh, in Year Up. Tell yes, us your story and how you got involved. Well, um, I think it all started after I finished high school. 
here okay. on uh, Miami. Where'd you go to high school? I did go to Miami, to Coral Gables. It's been a long high. time. I mean, how old are you now, if you don't mind me well, asking? I'm tw- 21 It's right always now. been, it's been a long, years. long time ago. <laughs> it's been two years. Uh, <laughs> I'm just having fun. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And um, so after finishing high school, I was uh, really on the lookout for what is it that I wanted to do with my life? Mm. You know, that's a, that's a big question we all have to answer after uh, finishing high school. And, uh, you know, being an immigrant and, and, you know, trying to work my way into the so-called American dream, um, I said that I wanted uh, to, to um, you know, get a degree first mm-hmm. in business administration. My first option was actually law school. Uh, but for some reasons, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't get on with that. Um, but uh, I just uh, turned to business. So I started at MDC and I got referred about Europe by my girlfriend, actually, uh, who's uh, actually going to go to law school. So she got a brochure at Wolfson Campus now, uh, Dr. Patron Campus. Yes. And uh, she said, hey, um, well, this is really not my thing. So why don't you check it out? And she gave me the thing. And uh, I remember calling and I scheduled for one of uh, one of the info sessions. And after I heard everything, you know, how the program worked and, and, and how they help young, young professionals like me, um, I got really inspired and, you know, I gave it a try, just like she told me. And, you know, it's been one of the most important and the best steps I, I've taken in my life, I that can say, for sure. Awesome. Yes. So what are you doing now? So right now I'm right, you know, right at the end of my internship phase, okay. you know, just as Victoria said, uh, the two main phases on the Europe program is L and D, which is five months, and the internship phase, which is uh, the one that I'm on right now. And uh, I'm an intern at J.P. Morgan Chase. Very nice. Yeah, I've been I've been there for 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 some time, you know, six months to be exact. Okay. And uh, it's been a really great uh, experience for me. Uh, uh, prior to this internship, I didn't have no experience on banking, and I really didn't know the industry. You know, my my mom, my stepmom is a banker back in Mexico, and she did tell me about it. You know, and she got me interested into it, and you know, really deep into me, I was kind of interested, and in, you know, you know that that feel of, you know, what what is it that they do? What right. is it that uh, they deal with? How how is it to be a banker? So. Um, me getting matched with JP Morgan Chase was like being drafted to the best team in the NFL. Like <laughs> <laughs> me, like uh, I, I felt like a rookie being drafted to the best. I love team. your illustration. And um, uh, so I've been there. I've been giving it my two hundred percent. And you know what else? What else can I say? Along the way, I had um, um, really good mentorship. And on my side, on my internship side, my branch, we call it. Um, I actually have three other uh, Europe alumni in there. I have uh, Mark Maldonado, I have uh, Sean, and I have Freddy. And you know, pu- putting us all you know side to side, we are class 13, class 12, class 10, and class 9. <laughs> so this is a thing that actually I don't think is happening in any other site. So it's it's a really interesting thing. That's to wonderful. Do. And I got a big question for you. This yeah. is real important. This is a serious. <laughs> Very serious podcast. Your girlfriend was the one uh, who told you about it. Are you guys, you still, she's still your girlfriend? Oh, yeah. I was about yeah. to say, because you broke up with her, that just messed <laughs> no, up the whole no, podcast. No. Not so at all. You, not law at all. school, referring you to Europe, sounds like a quality, quality young lady. Uh, she's uh, a keeper. 
<laughs> I would say so. So, yes. so what's her name, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, her first name, name is Yannick. No, no, no. It's so that's fine. good. We want to give her a shout out. Yeah. Thank you for referring you up because you certainly looked apart. You're like a serious banker right now, my man. <laughs> so congratulations on your success. Thank Polo, you. how'd you get started with working with such a worthwhile organization as Europe? So um, the thing is I worked for Corporate America for 32 years. 32 years. So I started working for Procter & Gamble back in Mexico. Okay. Then they moved me to Colombia, to Brazil, to Venezuela, nine years in all that thing. And then I landed here in Miami working for another big company, Avon Cosmetics. Okay. As the supply chain head for the whole Latin America region. Then I became a CEO for another local company, computer distribution company named Incomex. And then after 32 years of uninterrupted service to corporate America, I decided to take a break. I got my sabbatical and I decided to do what to do with my life, right? I wanted to give back, I wanted to contribute to something meaningful. During all those years that I worked for Procter & Gamble mainly, I interacted with United Way across all these different countries, in Mexico, in Colombia, in Venezuela, in Brazil. And uh, we, le we launched from scratch United Way in Brazil. And I enjoyed that more than my regular day mm -hmm. work. So creating a United Way uh, office there and starting everything from scratch. And then we started a movement across Latin America to have more United Ways in different countries. So, so we went from having three, four countries to 13 countries. I came here, started uh, working with United Way locally, and I found that really doing that social responsibility work fulfilled me more Absolutely. than my regular corporate uh, yes. roles. And then out of the blue, I was looking to, okay, what do I do now? During that sabbatical, I planned my daughter's wedding. I learned how to play the, the banjolele. I uh, went uh, to Prague with my wife to, to have the life of our times. But then uh, uh, out of the blue, after analyzing all the alternatives, somebody calls me out of the blue and tells me, hey, I'm looking for someone who could run this organization called Year Up. And I said, Europe, the continent? No, Year Up. <laughs> and uh, okay, tell me more about them. And the more they were talking to me about this, I got more and more inspired and uh, engaged. And I was like, hey, I want to apply. I have these two, three names for you, but I would like to be considered to, to run this amazing organization. So I started going through all these meetings I interviewed, the, the toughest interview was with the students. Students, a group of students interviewed me. And uh, I got really, really uh, inspired and wanted to join this amazing organization. So the 23rd of December, I traveled to Boston, talked to Gerald. Gerald told me, I'm not interested in your skills. So tell me more. Like, I really want to make sure that you want to serve, that you're really interested in serving, in being of uh, use to this uh, opportunity use that we are trying to help and support. That's what really, 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 it's, it's important for me. Uh, he had the most amazing report with him. It's a, it was a report of all the graduates from that class where you could see their names, the dates of graduation, the companies that they were working for, and in an, this column that was like really attractive for me was their wages. And, and our mission is to move them from minimum wage to meaningful wages. So when I saw that report, and it was pages and pages and hundreds and thousands of young adults, you're like, now, please, hire me. You pay me or you don't pay me. I'm sold. Matter. I'm sold. So I, I traveled back to, to Miami. I was working on my garden uh, on, on Christmas, the 24th of uh, December. And then I got this call. 
and it was uh, the offer. So the best Christmas present ever. I love uh, that. that. That job offer but was December 24, 2015. I love that. Noche buena. It was a good night. <laughs> yeah, great uh, night. So my wife was waiting outside with champagne. <laughs> we celebrated and uh, it's been uh, an amazing journey since then. Uh, it's now three years and a half. It, it was class eight. And now we are going to start with class 15. Well, congratulations. Wonderful. It's a pleasure to have you in leadership. Uh, as a colleague here in South Florida, and that's why through the lens of partnership, you know, mentorship, internship, it just never gets old. Mm -hmm. And it's the gift, literally, uh, that keeps on giving. Speaking of mentorship, this is a mentoring podcast. Uh, each of you has talked about, you know, not only the services you provide, uh, the origin of this incredible organization year up, uh, the current uh, partnership and the internship you have with J.P. Morgan Chase, but on a personal level. Each of us has a journey, a leadership journey. So Victoria, who mentored you and what did he or she teach you? So my whole career has been in nonprofit. Yes. And I'm a three-time AmeriCorps alum. Cool. And I can trace this <clears throat> life path back to an experience I had when I was a senior in high school. So I decided to join a club that a couple other girls in my high school were a part of it was a fairly new club. It was started the year after September 11th, and it was called Coyote Quest, Don Quixote. Oh. But this is New Jersey, so they said Coyote. So Coyote <laughs> Quest <laughs> is a, a club for high schoolers, and it's still active. Um, I guess it's in its 17th or 18th year now. And it was founded by a man named Frank McGow. And Frank was a mentor to me. He saw that I could be a leader, that I had a heart for service, and he fostered that in me. And like I said, it really put me on that path um, from serving in AmeriCorps to serving our young adults every day and everything in between. And it's because of Frank's belief in not just me, but in all the high schoolers that were in Coyote Quest in our power to be leaders in our community and to really make a difference. And there's been hundreds of people that have gone through sure. the Coyote Quest club, um, but it really stands out as a turning point in my life and for his belief in me that I could I could make a difference. Well, he did a good job, and certainly uh, thank you, Frank, for seeing the potential uh, and the power that lies not only in Victoria, but all the young people uh, that we come into contact with. Speaking of young adults, uh, Manuel, who's, who mentored you, and what did he or she teach you? Well, um, being a part of Europe, and I would say this, um, it's not only the coach that you get assigned to. They're, they're actually my coaches. Yes. Uh, these two. <laughs> these yes. They're pretty good coaches. <laughs> they're, they're you're they're quite great. fortunate, my friend. They're great. Um, but being a part of Europe, you take something from each staff member. Yes. Not only your coaches. And I say that with no doubt. Um, uh, something that, that I remember and uh, I recently told Victoria was one time uh, during one of the sessions which is during L&D which is called uh, Student Service Seminar. Uh, the, the, the lecture was given by Mr. Young Youth which is also uh, part of Europe staff and he told us this very powerful story of him growing up, growing up with his grandmother um, from 80 and um, she told him something that really sounded, you know, really stood up to me, was uh, do not be wasted talent. That, that was the story. 
do not be wasted talent. Uh, her grandmother telling this to him when he was little. And, and you know, speaking of this, you know, we're all speaking of this right now, it's a really important thing is uh, don't, don't waste your potential. Uh, mm. And that's, that's something I learned from him. And he's not even my coach. So, so uh, a student from Europe cannot only take things from the coaches. He or she can take things from the, the, the staff members yes. and also the, the fellow students. Because in our class, class 13, uh, we have artists, we have musicians, we have people that make music, we have people that uh, write or that rap or, you know, we have, we have m many things. We have talent Yes. that is not going to be wasted because they already took the step. They're already into Europe. So that's the important thing. So if I have to tell you what have I, you know, who, who can I name? We would hear your, you know, we would be here. And this is a hours and hours. This is a time podcast, <laughs> so we can't name everybody. <laughs> but what you, your message is powerful, Manuel, that you've learned from so many people. Yes. And definitely. just the the consistency of having the right people around you. Yes. The staff, uh, your peers, mm -hmm. uh, those with whom you come into contact. So, uh, tapping into the potential and the power but also being present, having people present around you mm -hmm. uh, that can enhance your brand professionally. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm so excited about this partnership, Polo. Uh, so nationally, a shout out to our <laughs> national CEO, Pam Aureo, uh, and her leadership and her vision for taking Big Brothers Big Sisters as a brand to another level. And so as we move forward with this national partnership, and I'm certainly we're going to focus on South Florida now because, you know, we're little. Mm -hmm. We're here. Mm -hmm. uh, so as we think about this Miami market, what does that look like uh, to you, Polo? As we've talked about it offline, certainly, but it's time to uh, put the pedal to the metal, if you will. What does that partnership look like in your mind locally? So for me, this partnership is a match made in heaven. I love your verbiage. Is that, that's <laughs> it. And uh, we are not that small. If you consider that we have 50,000 young adults out of school and out of work just in Miami-Dade. My goodness. If you go to South Florida, which is the market we cover, including Fort Lauderdale, it's almost 75,000 mm. young adults, 16 to 24, that are either mini making minimum wage or no wage, and then normally are out of school. Can you, at the same time, take into account that in the market, there are like about 270,000 based in a study from 2015 from Chase. 270,000, what we call middle skills jobs. Jobs that require more than high school, but less than four year degrees. Okay. A lot of those 50,000, 70,000 young adults, they don't have necessarily access to those four year degrees. And a lot of our students going to Miami Dade College, they are going to uh, associate degrees and, and degrees that will take less than those four years. But in the meantime, they need to have access to these great opportunities. So you have 50,000, 70,000 if you include Fort Lauderdale, and then you have 270,000 jobs. We are not small. <laughs> There's huge opportunity. So if we, could, if, if we could create a network and expand and go not only Europe and Big Brothers Big Sisters, but we can include communities in schools. Yes. Uh, Boys and Girls Clubs of America. The whole family. Uh, Overtown Youth Center. Yes. So we are a big family, and we cannot finish the job when they graduate from high school. We have to continue. Uh, and, and that's where I think we can collaborate. We can 
be the definition of synergy, where one plus one is a lot more than two or three or four Absolutely. or five. Absolutely. So uh, it's a match made in heaven. Uh, I'm sure that we can be the perfect continuation. So when your littles become bigs, they really have access to great opportunities. And uh, it, it will be a waste of our time if we don't do that. I love it. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Europe, national partnership, local partnership. So when our littles cross the stage for their high school graduation, they go right into year up and you see mm -hmm. how they keep going up. Yes, exactly. uh, and so from matchmaking to mentorship to internship to citizenship, uh, that's a hard habit to break. <laughs> May we just keep this thing going. So Victoria, Manuel, Polo, thank you guys for being on the Game of Life today. Thank Hope you had you. a great time on the show. If you didn't, then there's comment cards you can fill out and <laughs> we'll get it to management as well. But the most important thing is, is what you all are doing every single day. Uh, and Manuel, you, you're exact, you're a product of this and you, you're, you're the reason we come to work every single day. So on behalf of all the family at Big Brothers Big Sisters, we're so thankful to have Europe as part of this South Florida family making things happen. That's the game of life, uh, mentoring, apprenticeship, scholarship, taking these kids to the next level of citizenship. I've already said it, but I'll say it again. That's a hard habit to break. Let's go.